0: Welcome Welcome to to the Black Black Girl Flow Podcast, Podcast,
1: a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us.
0: We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv. And Lex. Two
1: 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow. And we want you
0: along this journey with us.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Black Girl Flow podcast with your favorite podcasters, Liv Lex. We in the building. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? What is what's the vibe like?
0: Always, always great to be with our besties. I know.
1: Y'all truly are
0: besties. Yeah, y'all hold it down for like, real for real.
1: We couldn't ask for cooler, kinder just introspective,
0: pretty, smart, funny, best friends. No, for real. Like, when I log into to our Instagram or our TikTok and I get to see all of the people that follow us, I really am convinced. I'm like, oh, these are the girlies. Like, these are the girlies that are going to save the world, that are going to make this a better place for everybody. Like, the girls who get it, get it.
1: 100%. 100%. Slay. We're
0: just out here slaying.
1: Love it. Oh my gosh, what's the vibe, legs What's what's the pulse check? How are we feeling?
0: At this point, you are going to have to handcuff me so that I don't put this Christmas tree up because I am visioning. I'm counting down the days. Y'all, Liv and I have gone back and forth and I saw something that was like you're eating October girly a November girly or December girly and I am a December girly mm-hmm. and I I try not to ride on the backs of putting down my November girlies. So I'm trying to let the November girlies have their shine, but I'm already trying to prep. Liv knows this. I'm going to be gone for the holidays of Thanksgiving. And I'm like, Liv, can I just prep the house so that when I come back, it's just ready. Wow. So I'm just like in anticipation mode.
1: We need to put a poll out there like what <laughs> at what point in the year is it appropriate to put your Christmas tree up? Yeah. Is it before Thanksgiving? Is it after like the day after Thanksgiving? Is it just like a couple days before Christmas? You're probably like, be like wrong, 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 wrong.
0: Yeah, that's insane. I'm sorry. I think collectively we can find a happy medium with the day after Thanksgiving feels the most appropriate and then personal preference can be successful wherever it needs to be.
1: Can you explain your theory on having a one Christmas person, like one best friend that's like super into Christmas? Yeah. And then the other one just like isn't. It applies in platonic and romantic, but like explain to the people your theory.
0: Yeah. You basically summed it up of you will find pairs just as we often find opposites attract. That somebody will be really into the holiday time, like Christmas cheer, lights, joy of the holiday season. You don't even have to be actively religious, just loves tis the freaking season. Mm. And somehow those individuals get paired with the most chill or sometimes even anti the holidays. And you really have to make a case My parents are that way. My father and I really resonate with if my mother would have let us put the whole yard filled with inflatables for the holiday, then we would have done it. And she's literally like, you can decorate the trees and that's it. And we're like being held back. And similarly, (laughs) my partner is like, cool. Love that. Okay. For you. Love for, that for, for you. For you. Yes. You get a lot of the for you for sure. Mm. But it's the vibes. It's just the vibes. And so I'm sure anybody who is also tickled by the holiday season as much as I am can resonate with you know who they are around you that don't share in the joys of light.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like depending on the topic or the season, it gives Golden Retriever a black cat, and like this is around the season where I feel like I give more black cat and you give more Golden Retriever when it comes to Christmas. But we kind of like switch off,
0: yeah, which for you, I definitely understand because your birthday's that season, so I get a pass. Well, I think you get your priorities just different for the holiday, so I can respect it. And I think it's going to be my mission to make you a holiday girly. Wow, well.
1: Y'all will just follow along the the eras of (laughs) convincing me, a December 22nd B-Day girl, how to be more aligned with the Christmas vibes. I think I actually, when you do put effort into everything like Christmas related, I like can appreciate it
0: for you
1: no, no no I can appreciate being around people that are like so into something yeah. my thing is I love when people are so into like a niche thing yeah so being able to witness it and be around it I think it's dope yeah but Okay, we'll, we'll keep y'all updated on my Christmas Oh, we will.
0: <laughs> Liv will be making the hot chocolate. One thing about Liv, Ooh, you can count on her Absolutely, for hot
1: Absolutely. There yeah. we go. I'm we the hot chocolate the station. We found the niece. There we go. <laughs> Love that for myself. Love that. Okay, so. Pulse check. My pulse check sort of kind of ties into the episode today where I was recently in St. Louis celebrating my brother he was getting his white coat shout out to him shout out to the medical people and the stem related people in this world you'll make the world a better place um so I was out there celebrating for him for getting his white coat and my dad asked us when we were just like all chilling at the end of one of the nights I was up there like what is your vice Mm. and we were all just you know thinking about it I came to the conclusion, I already knew this, but one of my vices is food. Like in the way that we operationalize vice, it's something where it don't matter if you got $50 left in your bank account, like what are you going to spend it on?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Or like it's kind of a self-destructive manner Mm -hmm. in a sense, right? And I feel like this vice of food, of seeking it during stressful times and just using food as a comfort has in a lot of ways prohibited me from being consistent which is what we're going to be talking about today Mm -hmm. which is what does consistency look like how do we understand consistency better and how to show up in a more consistent way yeah and so I've been really reflecting on the nature in which I um, am connected to food and what it symbolizes in my life and even down to the ways I consume it, I usually consume food like it's my last meal. Like yeah. I got to inhale it, right? Yeah. It's not slow. It's like really kind of getting back to what we were saying in our previous ep- episode, a more subconscious inhalation of food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been doing some more introspective work to understand my relationship to food And I'm really excited to talk a little bit more about how we can establish more systems within our life to be more consistent as we are pointing out these vices and just becoming more aware of them and like a loving and aware sort of way.
0: Yeah. I think it's really beautiful. I am. I'm super excited for this episode to be able to uh, tease out what we really mean when we're talking about consistency and all these. I don't know. I feel like such a self help. I'm like consistency is key. Like one thing you got to do is lock in. Like once you're consistent, you'll see results. Like mm-hmm. oh my gosh! And one thing about me, y'all, you know anything that starts sounding cringy, I literally check out. Can't. I cannot. I actually start laughing because I think it's hilarious. And so I'm excited for us to kind of unpack it and not let it just stay there in that cringe. Um, but life is life is you know doing its thing right now. I think as y'all know. I've been in a process of trying to figure out what my routine looks like outside of a lot of like systems that I have put a lot of my energy into. And what I keep saying is like my season of betting on me. And so I was talking to my mom recently and just, she was like, oh my gosh, like, how are you? Like, how's life going? And I was like, I'm really just trying to take it day by day. And I was like, I'm proud of myself. And she was like, you're having grace with yourself. And I was like, not even. I'm really just trying to figure out the mechanisms and the routine that is most efficient for my life and also kind of just learning a new part of myself untethered from all of these ways of being or kind of mandates of how I need to be and kind of finding my own natural rhythm because I was thinking recently being in your 20s is like being in a constant state of change. Like we've talked about this before and even as we were talking about this episode, I was thinking about we can kind of create our own consistency, but it feels like the consistent part of your 20s is that it is inconsistent. (laughs) Right. Like you even my own relationship to my body and like how I'm maturing and things like that. I'm like, wait, what is that? Like what, this is what, oh, oh, that, where'd that come from? Like, huh? Where's this? Like, I remember asking my mom, I'm like, mom, when did you get all your freckles? And she's like, I got them when I was like in my twenties. And I was looking in the mirror the other day and I have like little sun freckles on, around my eyes. And I was like, I guess, I too am in my twenties and my mom got them. And I'm like, you just, you're, you're really kind of having to just keep up with yourself. So when people have been asking me how I'm doing, I'm like, I'm just trying to keep up with me, you know? And so that's where I'm at of in that constant state of like curious, curiosity and wonder with myself and then trying to create like a new way of being for myself with this kind of new life that I'm living.
1: Because for those that don't know, you no longer have a full Full-time time job.
0: job. Yeah. I'm a part of the freelancer economy. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, you know, <laughs> it is literally- it, it's, it's it's
1: one of those things where you really have to adapt to a new way of living. Yeah. Because nothing theres is as not as, yeah, there's not as much structure, which I think is honestly such a beautiful thing for the time and space that you're in right now.
0: yeah, it's definitely a process,
1: and when you think about routine and like these rituals that you've been establishing as you no longer have a full-time job, what are the things that are helping you be consistent and consistently get out of bed when you don't necessarily have to
0: do that? Totally. Just popping in here because we are going to take a brief break before we continue the conversation. Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, Crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today.
1: If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on and this month i can't wait to dive into real americans by rachel kong what makes book of the month stand out it's the simplicity no more decision fatigue at the bookstore just a curated selection of top notch reads waiting to sweep you away lexi and i had a blast picking from a variety of genres from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances but what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you.
0: Totally. And I would actually even say it's one step before that, and I think this is the perfect segue into the conversation, is... I'm able to do this and engage in this phase of my life because I was in such a season of consistency and discipline that I'm like now reaping the reward of that. Mm -hmm. And because I'm seeing the benefit of that consistency in my life and the lifestyle that I really put my head down and was just grinding in my own way I don't want to say it's like the traditional grind by any means because I know some people who actually out here grinding and that ain't me but um, I think reaping the reward of and the impact of being consistent for a particular phase or in a particular area of your life for me it was really my career to be able to give me the flexibility to make a pivot like this so I think I'm having a new perspective because I'm seeing that byproduct of a phase of intentional consistency. And now that I can rest or readjust or figure out a different area in my life, I want to be consistent. I'm kind of starting that journey all over again. Mm. And I think that's important for us to think about like the ways in which we're engaging with consistency can be from a different, a bunch of different vantage points. And I think that's what I want us to talk a little bit about and, tease out is how that shows up for both of us and how it can be a really helpful tool and making meaning of the different time frames and different eras we're in in our life.
1: Yeah, going off of what you just shared, I would say that my relationship to consistency has always looked very different from yours. I kind of have these cycles of being consistent and they're more of these uh splurts i guess you could call them yeah burst of being consistent and i think when you're multi-hyphenate and you're interested in so many different things speak on it you want to have a relationship to all of these things that you're interested in all the time Mm. and it can be very hard establishing consistency Mm. when you're trying to do so many different things at once. Like you wake up one morning or you're up at 3am and you're like, okay, I'm finally ready to put that idea mm-hmm. to into the world. But sometimes we don't recognize that putting that idea into the world will have to shift so many of the ways that we interact with the world each day. So for example, it may require us to get up earlier in the morning and Um, go to bed at a certain time, which is one habit. It may require us to find an opportunity to work out and move our body during the day. It may require us to set off two hours aside to do this one project that relates to the idea. And when we're trying to focus on three habits at once, we know that the likelihood of success is very low when Mm -hmm. you're trying to focus on a lot of different things. And so that's the way that my relationship to consistency has been over the years. And I think I can give myself a lot of, I end up giving myself a lot of, um, just tough love when Mm -hmm. it comes to my relationship to consistency. Cause I'm like, why can I not show up each day? But that has been a journey of introspection and understanding. Well, am I, do I have ADHD tendencies uh, how can I make this practice and this uh, idea of showing up for myself a ritual of self love? Because what we do know is that self discipline equates to self love, mm-hmm. and I think discipline relates to consistency. So, mm-hmm. how can we incorporate all of these things? It's it's an ongoing journey for me. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I appreciate your vulnerability because I think because, like you said, consistency is intertwined to so many other practices and energies that sometimes can have a lot of connotations to them that aren't always positively associated. That sometimes our relationship to consistency can be a really heavy weight that we carry in the way we talk to ourselves and engage with ourselves because it's really nobody's behavior besides your own. Like now we're talking about what's going on inside the house. Like this is not somebody else didn't clean your room. It's did you clean your room? And as you navigate adulthood, you're constantly in flux of shifting those responsibilities and those behavior shifts because up until, you know, many of us are entering into adulthood. So many things were taken care of for us or, just weren't in the purview of a child in so many ways. So as you're taking on more, you're also constantly evaluating your capacity to hold that. And it can be a lot at times. And so I think you're right that sometimes our talk and the tough love we give ourselves might not always be helping us get to where we need to be, but is I think an important conversation to to have with ourselves. I think for me, like you said, my consistency I don't think has always been intentional. I think a lot of people have applauded me for having a high level of discipline, which was truly a byproduct of my upbringing and being, you know, raised in a military household that had a lot of kids and we didn't have the flexibility to be unhinged. Like it was, it was, uh, the ship needed to be in tip top shape. Um, and so I think a lot of my relationship to consistency has been a byproduct of discipline. And so now I'm trying to think about what does it look like to make active decisions and behaviors um in establishing certain routines that now are outside of I'm like, okay, it might not be discipline, like what do I actually just want to do? And maybe a little bit different than you. I don't feel like I oscillate as much, but it's still difficult to go against my routine to try and add a layer of a new behavior, a new shift into my day. And so I'm always looking for like the new science hack or way to build habit. You know, we've both read Atomic Habits, we've both read our fair share of like how to change your behaviors in small incremental ways. And so I'm always looking for ways to do that. And for me, it's been really helpful to do things that are similar to other like behaviors and routines that I already have.
1: Mm. And since you brought up Atomic Habits by James Clear, I'd really urge people to look into some of these books by these authors that have created systematic ways for us to contextualize how to be more consistent. But one of the best tools or things that I learned from that was one the 1% rule of just trying to be better, 1% 1% each day, which yeah. is very helpful for someone like me that's either 0 or 100, but also to find opportunities to reward ourselves and I know that you were speak you wanted to speak a little bit more on this aspect of like what it looks like rewarding ourselves after we do something that we said we were going to do
0: yeah because exactly what we're talking about sometimes we tough love so much Mm -hmm. that we forget to positively incentivize ourselves when we do do something really well and so you know it was funny because Liv and I were having a conversation recently where you know you made an active decision to be more disciplined and facet of your life. And it wasn't an easy choice for you. But then I was like so goofy and I was like, Liv, you better hype yourself up for this decision. Like Mm. you literally have to tell yourself like, good job for being disciplined. I'm really happy. I want to know how good it feels. So I'm like, from your head to your toes, remember how you feel when you make a decision that was in the better interest of your future and the way that you want to live and that honored yourself. I was like, from your toes to your head, like tell yourself. Like, I love this feeling. This feels really good. I'm going to continue to make decisions that help me like feel like this, because I think we need to just bring to our conscious awareness, like what it feels like to make decisions that are in alignment with discipline and consistency and the results that we want to yield because sometimes we're too hard on ourselves about being like dang I missed this or I didn't do that and it's like it's okay for the 25 days that you did take your vitamins you know just because you missed for two days doesn't mean you stopped doing it all yeah give yourself the hype for the 25 days and pick up right where you left off
1: and having a habit tracker I think is very helpful in the process of just being able to see the bigger picture because you're absolutely right. Yeah. It's like if I'm looking at the fact that I was active 25 days out of October and then I miss the last week, it's going to feel like, dang, I didn't complete the school. But see, being able to see the bigger picture, and I love what you said about hyping hyping yourself up. And I remember that conversation of feeling like, okay, I got this. I'm going to do this. And yeah. sometimes it really is as simple as just patting yourself on the back and – talking through it. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I think through having those moments, it actually helps us strengthen our intuition as well when it comes to making decisions and being more conscious about the way that we want to live.
0: Totally. Absolutely. And that's important because I also am recognizing that as you get older and, you know, y'all come on, we're all on TikTok or on social media. We see those videos where it's like, I'm in my 30s. Like your 30s is so much better than your 20s because, you know, your boundaries, you know what you want to say yes and no to. And I feel like the more we can strengthen our intuition, the easier it becomes to then live in alignment, not necessarily always on the defense of setting your boundaries, but just knowing what's for you and what's not for you, because now once I know what that feels feeling is and how good it feels to stay in my habits, to stay in my behavior that also are aligned with the lifestyle that I'm trying to live. When somebody asks me to go outside of that, I literally am like, no, and you really can't make me. And Liv has seen me do this in so many. I'm like, people know that they can't persuade me outside of it. I'm like, I know what's good for me. And I'm disciplined to that practice of what's good for me. Not to be stuck in my ways. Of course, I'm always open to novelty and change. And that comes with life. But this certain facet of my lifestyle and what feeds me and what sustains this body of mine. That's on me, and you can't sway me from me. Like I'm my biggest advocate, and once I know how good I feel, like no, ma'am,
1: absolutely. And bringing this full circle back to the food and vice, my vice with my relationship with food. Um, one thing that I feel called to share is that when you're establishing more consistency. And understanding your relationship to food, paying attention to what, again, going off of what you're saying, what feels good and patting yourself on the back when you don't feel bloated after a meal Mm -hmm. is equally as important as making the decision to try something else or to not overindulge. Yes,
0: yes, 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 and we can hold all of those both ends as we start to think about what consistently looks like for us. So whether or not you want to share a little hype of the consistency that you have in your life We want to hype up with you, so let us know what it is. Or if you're thinking about things in your life that you want to establish more of a routine around or behaviors that you're trying to commit to yourself and you want to share with community, we want to hold those up with you and cheer you on along that way. We know You know, one of my favorite authors, Adrienne Marie Brown, talks about small is all. It's in the incremental, so don't try and bite out, you know, the whole apple one bite at a time. But we're here with y'all alongside as we try and think about the best lifestyle that's conducive for us, and we're always learning, and we're always vibing, and I'm excited to hear about other people's relationship to consistency
1: same year. couldn't have said it better as usual and we are leaving you all here with peace love and blessings please take care please feed yourselves do whatever feels good to you and with that being said bye guys bye all right that wraps up our episode this week We'd really appreciate if y'all could rate us on Apple and Spotify as it really helps grow
0: our BGF tribe and support our podcast. As always, the conversation continues on Instagram and TikTok. So connect with us there if you want to join in on all the kikis. With that said, we will see y'all next time. Rest well, folks.